Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. One of the biggest indicators that will determine whether or not you keep off the fat you lose throughout a fat loss phase is how much muscle you're able to maintain throughout your diet. The reason for that is muscle helps us burn calories. It helps to increase our metabolic rate. And unfortunately, throughout my time of coaching, I've seen so many mistakes made with training, especially training properly that hinders people's results. So in this training today, I'm going to go over and walk you through a five-step process on how to create effective fat burning and muscle building workouts. So if you're tuning in live with me today, comment live, let me know you're tuning in with me and would love to answer any questions you have. And I'm excited to have this live training with you all today because I believe that weight training is one of the most important things that we can do throughout a fat loss phase to not only get the best results, but also to maintain the best results as well. And as I mentioned in today's video, I'm going to be going over a five-step process and essentially a guide that will walk you through how to create for yourself a simple and effective workout that will help you burn body fat and build muscle mass. So I'm very, very passionate about training. And one of the things here at Tandem Nutrition that we really preach to our clients is proper and effective training with our clients, because we know that the core essential components of fat loss is not only being a protein focused calorie deficit, but also making sure that we are weight training consistently. But with that comes a lot of confusion. It comes a lot of misconceptions about how to most most effectively trained for fat loss. So I'm excited to walk you through this process of how we help our clients lose body fat through not only their nutrition aspect, but also specifically hitting on the training aspect of fat loss. So number one, when it comes to setting up an effective fat burning and muscle building workout, the first question you want to ask yourself, and the first thing you want to do is decide on how many days per week that you want to train in the gym. And keep in mind, you do not have to train in the gym. I do 90% of my workouts in my garage. I have a pair of dumbbells or a few pair of dumbbells and I have a barbell. That's it. Maybe once per week with a friend, I'll go to the gym, but that's it. Okay. So number one, decide how many days per week that you want to train. And here's the question I always pose to our clients. I ask them, I want you to think of your busiest week ever. Now thinking of your busiest week ever, how many days realistically do you think you can train throughout that week? Is it twice? Is it three times? Is it four times? Pick that number. So in fact, jot that number down in the comments if you're watching live with me right now or even on replay. We'll love to know what that number is for you because here's, here's what's important. The number of days you train throughout the week, they're all equally effective, whether or not you train five days per week or three days per week. What's most important throughout weight training is that you're able to be consistent with what you do. So training six days a week or seven days a week is not any more effective for fat loss or building muscle mass compared to training three to four because 
overall volume is inversely related to the number of days that you train, meaning the more, the more often you train throughout the week, the lower overall volume each workout will be. And the fewer workouts you have, the more sets and reps you may do in that workout because you're training less often throughout the week. And so I would love to know from you, how many days per week do you think you can realistically train throughout your busiest week? For me personally, I train four to five days per week and I do one metabolic circuit each and every week as well. And the way that I train right now is through a full body workout fashion. Okay. So step one in deciding how to create an effective fat burning and muscle burning workout is decide on how many days per week can you consistently train no matter what. Now, is it okay if you miss a day or two? Yes. But the whole goal is to find a way to be consistent. Okay. So step two is choose your number of exercises per workout. Okay. So step two is choose your number of exercises per workout. So once you kind of dialed in and you know how many days per week that, that you want to train, the next thing to do is decide, you know, how many workout, how many exercises should you be doing each and every workout? And so, and despite what you may hear doing more exercises per workout is actually not better. Okay. So doing more exercises per work per workout is not better. In fact, I hear, I hear this often that a lot of people are really nervous about training or weight training because they feel like they have to go to the gym every single day. And once they go to the gym, they got to spend, you know, an hour or two hours in the gym just to getting in a good workout. And you know, honestly, that is not the truth. More is not better in this case. We have clients who achieve the amazing results they do by train by weight training two to three, four days per week. And their workouts maybe last 35 to 45 minutes, right? And so here's a good rule of thumb. The more often you train throughout the week. So for example, if you're training four to five days per week, you, you may want to choose, you know, you know, four to five exercises per workout. Okay. So if you're weight training four to five days per week, you may want to choose between four to five exercises per workout. Now, if you're training less often each week, so maybe two, two workouts a week, maybe three workouts a week, you may want to choose a more exercises. So not, not 10 to 15, like five to six, maybe seven. Okay. So if you're training less often throughout the week, make sure that you're training with a few more exercises than you would if you were to train more often throughout the week. And here's a really key component of this. When it comes to choosing choosing number of exercises to do each workout, it's really important to, to prioritize the compound exercises first into your workout. And so what does that mean? That means that if you're doing exercises such as a, a barbell squat or a, a dumbbell squat, or maybe like a dumbbell deadlift, or even a, a chest press, a military press, a shoulder press. So these are compound movements and they are called compound movements because they involve two or more muscle groups uh, at one time. And so we want to make sure that we put these first in the workout because they require more energy, right? It, it, you know, having a lot of fatigue in our bodies when we do them could affect our performance. So it's very important that we do our compound movements first. Like for example, when I do my leg days, I will typically do barbell back squat first. I'll go into a Romanian deadlift. 
I may do a machine hip thrust next, and then I'll go into maybe leg extensions and leg curls. So we want to leave the isolation exercises towards the end of the workout because, you know, they're less physically demanding to complete. And typically they ha have a higher rep range that doesn't require as much of a load. Okay. So step two, uh, after you figure out how many days per week that you want to train, you want to choose the number of exercises per workout. Okay. Choose the number of exercises per workout. That's step two. Step three is you want to choose the number of sets and reps for each exercise. Okay. And just like before doing more sets, doing more reps is absolutely not better. Okay. Our goal is to not to see how many reps we can do with one weight. Our goal is not to perform reps for two minutes. Our goal is not to perform 20, 30, 40 reps at one time. To effectively build muscle mass while losing body fat, it's very, very important that we stay in a very specific weight range with a very specific load or intensity. And I'll go over more about that here in a second. But when it comes to sets, a good rule of thumb, a good rule of thumb is to stick between two and four sets per workout. So two and four sets per workout. So a set is, for example, if you're doing a barbell back squat, a set is doing two rounds or two sets of eight to 10 repetitions. Okay. So two to four reps, uh, two to four sets per workout. Now, when it comes to number of repetitions, again, it's not, it's not ideal to do 15, 20 reps every single time. Now the high reps, they do have their place in a training program, but they should not be your primary focus when it comes to losing body fat and maintaining muscle mass. In fact, the rep range that we encourage for our clients through our tone up training program system is to keep most of the reps between eight and 10 uh, and also 12 and sometimes up to 15. So eight to 10 reps up to 12 and even sometimes up to 15. Now with compound movements like the barbell back squat, chest presses, rows, you know, having those types of exercises, uh, it would be effective to keep keep reps for those on the lower end. So eight to 10, 10 to 12, right? And then for your isolation exercises, there's exercises like the cable tricep extension. For example, you can do 12 to 15 reps on those. And so doing higher reps on the isolation exercises like cable kickbacks or tricep extensions or lateral raises for your shoulders, doing high reps for those would be, would be fine. And by the way, if you want a free guide that walks you through exactly how to set up an effective fat burning and muscle building workout, I actually have a free guide uh, for you. So just comment guide below. If you're listening to this on our podcast, first off, thank you for your support. Uh, send me a message on Instagram at Tandem Nutrition, just say guide, G-U-I-D-E, and I will know exactly what you're looking for and be more than happy to send you a free guide of how to do this um, in one in one simple format. So what step three is choose a number of reps and sets to do each exercise. Now, number four is choose your workout intensity. Okay. So this is so important too, because again, I see a lot of mistakes happening in the gym that really hurts people's results. And I want, I want you to get the best results. I, I truly do. And so here's a good rule of thumb. Try your best to stay within three reps of failure. Okay. You want to use a challenging weight. Okay. So the goal is not to go to failure on each set on each. So the goal is not to annihilate your muscles. The goal is to stimulate your muscles. You should not leave the gym as if you just got hit by a car or like you're completely worn out, right? That doesn't do well too much for recovery because you know, in the, in the gym, we don't build muscle mass. 
right? We break it down. And the way that we're able to build muscle mass is through the recovery process. If we train too much or train so much that we can't recover from, then we may not get the best results. So when it comes to performing an exercise with a weight, we have to make sure that it's challenging, but not too challenging. So for example, if you're doing a set and let's say you stop at 10 reps and you think, Hey, you know, I could have probably, I could have probably done that for like five to seven more reps you know, increase the weight five or 10 pounds, or maybe if your goal is to do 10 reps, but you're not able to do 10 reps, maybe you only get five, decrease the, decrease the weight five or 10 pounds. So your goal is to use a challenging weight that allows you to complete the set and still have two to three reps left in the tank. Okay. So that's step four. Now the final step in this process is a very, very important step as well. I think it often goes overlooked because a lot of people like to feel like they're burning calories, right? A lot of people like to go in the gym and, you know, keep their heart rate up and, you know, see how many calories they can burn, but that's not, that's not the goal of working out. The goal of working out is to perform your best, to gradually put more and more challenge on your body so it can do what we call progressive overload. And so in this fashion here, what's important is that when it's, when you're choosing a rest time between sets, that you rest at least 90 seconds up to two minutes between sets. So your goal is not to do cardio between workouts, right? So your goal is not to do cardio between sets. Uh, your goal is not to uh, see how many jumping jacks you can do. Take rest, okay? So like you can like walk around. Like for example, when I go to the gym, what I do is I like to go get water. And that's a great way. And like this is a hack too. So if you're ever struggling to get in your steps, don't bring your water bottle to the gym because what that calls you to do, it makes you go to the water fountain. Okay. And if you have, if your water fountain is far away, then you'll gather. It's not uncommon for me to get between two and 3000 steps per workout because I'm actively moving around. I'm not running. I'm not doing burpees. I'm not doing jumbo jacks, right? I'm resting. And so if your goal is to build muscle mass, lose fat and get stronger. It's very important that you rest between 90 seconds and two minutes between sets. Of course, unless you're doing a superset. Superset is when you do two exercises that are um, opposing each other. For example, if you do a, um, a lat pull down for your, for your back or like a pull up, and then you do a, um, a dumbbell shoulder press. So a pull and a push, right? So that's like antagonistic uh, to each other. And so just remember, this is not circuit training. We should not be trying to see how long we can keep our heart rate high because that, and the reason why that's not effective is because we need to make sure that we're actually focusing on lifting more weight and at least doing at least what we've done for our last workout, because there's a, there's a very important principle called progressive overload. And if we're not able to get, if we're not able to challenge ourselves to do a little more each and every workout, our body will not adapt to get stronger. It will just stay the same. And so taking less rest, it, it uh, cuts into our ability to, to do the same amount of volume and intensity, um, perhaps as the previous workout. Now, one bonus tip I want to talk about today is, is soreness. Okay. Soreness is not an indicator that you had a great workout. Okay. So soreness is not an indicator that you had a great workout. Now, if you're never sore, you're probably not lifting heavy enough. If you're always sore, you're probably lifting too heavy. And so it's common to feel soreness when you are, um, 
starting a new exercise or a new workout or even new rep range, but it's not common and not recommended to like go in there and see how sore you can get, right? Because ultimately, if you're so sore, you can't train the next day or the next day or your next training day. Ultimately, that's impacting your performance and your ability to build more muscle mass. So it's very important that you don't use training as a way to see how sore you can get. All right. So here's a quick review of our five-step process on how to build effective fat burning and muscle building workouts. Number one, decide how often you want to train. I personally train between four and five days per week and think about your busiest schedule when you outline how many days per week that you want to train. Number two, choose your number of exercises per workout. More is not better. Step number three, choose the number of sets and reps for each exercise. Number four, choose your workout intensity. Make sure you're using a challenging weight. Make sure that you are challenging yourself. And if you find yourself doing a lot of reps, 20, 25 reps, increase increase the weight. And your goal should be to keep your rep range between 8 and 10, up to 12, and even sometimes with isolation movements, up to 15 reps per workout. And number five is to choose your rest time between each set. Please take rest, Okay. This is so, so important. This is not circuit training. This is not high intensity cardio. This is weight training. And weight training is so, so important for building muscle mass and helping you lose body fat and keep a very, very fast metabolism over time. So if you found this helpful, uh, please comment below. Let me know what one thing that you learned from this video. And if you want a free guide, uh, if you actually want my free five-step guide to building effective and fat-burning workouts, you know, comment guide below or um, uh, find me on Instagram at Tandem Nutrition, T-A-N-D-E-M. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes and uh, just direct message me guide and I'll know to send you uh, a free training guide going over exactly what this process is and how you can implement into your daily lifestyle. So everyone, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this video. I hope you, I truly hope you found it valuable. Have a great day. God bless you. And I will chat with you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.